0: Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by VidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yes. Welcome back to the Tube Talk podcast presented by VidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech executive producer here at the IQ. And today, you all we have to talk about a new feature that YouTube is rolling out to creators, which is kind of incredible. If you are a creator and you have access to the YouTube Brand Connect program, you know, that program that YouTube uses to connect creators with brands, they are rolling out a new feature that is pretty exciting for creators that want to work with brands. YouTube is rolling out a feature that will allow them to create a media kit for creators. (gasps) Now, a lot of y'all out there might be like, Viper, what is a media kit? Let me explain. When you apply for a job, what do you do? What is the process to apply for a job? Chances are you are handing that job a resume, a portfolio of your past work experiences, the highlights of your career, different things like that. That is essentially what a media kit is for creators. It is a resume per se or a portfolio of things like their channel growth, demographics, view count, sub count, all the brands they work with in the past. It is a brief portfolio of a creator's channel uh, history career that they can give to brands when they're doing negotiations or working with different brands. That is what a media kit is. The exciting part about YouTube crafting this feature for creators is that if you were to do this on your own, if you are not like gifted enough to create your own media kit, you can outsource that, but it is not cheap. Outsourcing the creation of your media kit is expensive. So the fact that YouTube is building this feature into their Brand Connect program for absolutely free for creators that have access to that program is incredible. Again, when you have a media kit, it makes it a lot easier to work with brands and it makes you as a creator that much more appealing to work with brands because you have a media kit. A lot of creators when they're negotiating with brands, they don't know what they're doing and most of them probably don't have a media kit. So if you can go into your brand negotiation with a media kit you are already ahead of a lot of creators out there trying to negotiate with that same brand. This comes into play today because this week's guest on the podcast is none other than the queen of LinkedIn, Judy Fox, who will be telling us why creators should be present on LinkedIn. And if you know anything about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a professional platform, or at least that's how it's seen by the masses. And LinkedIn is a place where creators can potentially negotiate and contact with brands. And again, if you have a media kit that you could post to LinkedIn that a brand can see on your LinkedIn page, then again, you are already playing at an elevated level that other creators are just not there because you have that media kit and they do not. So I believe that this is a very exciting feature that YouTube is rolling out. I can't wait to get to the point in my creative career where I can have access to this feature and use it for my potential brand negotiations in the future and I know it's a gradual rollout and not everybody will have access to it in the beginning, but if you are a creator in the Brand Connect program and you do have access to the feature, you should definitely go check out the type of media kit that YouTube is creating for you. Because again, if you want to work with brands, which a lot of creators do, because that is a good way to get income besides YouTube AdSense, then exploring the media kit and what it has in it is a very good way for you to get a jumpstart on working with the brands of your choice. Because not only does the media kit allow you to work with brands, you can have a better chance at working with the brands that you want to. Because again, you're more prepared than other creators that do not have this media kit in their tool belt. Roberto Blake offers this as a part of his offerings at Awesome Creator Academy and yeah he charges a premium to create media kit for creators so again the fact that youtube has this rolling out as a part of their brand connect services is pretty major and if you do want to work with brands in the future as a creator or if you just want highlights of your creator endeavors or your of your creative journey then this media kit is a good way to collect that information and see what's going on because obviously youtube has the access to all our data so it's very easy for YouTube to automate a media kit for creators. I mean, they have the views, they have the sub count, they have the analytics from our videos and our channel. So who better to create a media kit for creators than YouTube themselves? So this is incredible news. Definitely give this a look if you have access to that Brand Connect program. And on that note, I think it's time to go talk to the queen of LinkedIn, Judy Fox. So let's roll to the podcast. Oh yes, welcome back to the Tube Talk podcast presented by vidIQ. And this week we are joined by a very special guest. We have the queen of LinkedIn, Miss Judy Fox is in the building. Hi Judy, how you doing?
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm doing amazing. And I feel like we are at 100 plus 1,000 level of energy. So I love it. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a
0: very, very energetic podcast between me and you. I think we can cover enough energies to power the nation at this point. (laughs) Let's
1: do it. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) All right. So for those who are not familiar, let them know who you are and what you do.
1: I am a LinkedIn business accelerator. I have been on LinkedIn since 2009. I've had millions of views at this point on the platform. And with one of my most viral pieces reaching about 2 million views, I think that's where it landed, and I'm a top ten LinkedIn business coach for 2021. Uh, hopefully, I make the uh, 2022 cut, and I've been a speaker at Vid Summit two years in a row, and I'm a speaker at Social Media Marketing World in 2022.
0: Yeah, I missed you a bit of last year. Hopefully you'll be back this year. Assuming we have an in-person event, that's a whole nother matter. entirely.
1: Ooh, oh, yeah. Don't even get me started for why I couldn't go last year. We all had to make so many tough decisions and be at the events we could be at. I ended up at People of Video, which was in New York, because I'm on the East Coast and I was able to be on the East Coast. So thank you for any East Coast events, because flying <laughs> was not an option at that point in time.
0: <laughs> right, right. Getting a little bit hairier now. But- It is what it is. We are where we are right now, and hopefully things get better, but we just don't know. So for those people that don't know, Judy, let the people know, what is LinkedIn? What is LinkedIn about?
1: LinkedIn is an amazing place to network with people, make business happen, and upload your video content, repurpose content across social media platforms, and LinkedIn needs to be part of your strategy.
0: So when people think about LinkedIn today, Judy, they think about it as kind of like a job-finding, job-searching platform. They think about it on a more professional level. But is LinkedIn just a place where you go to find a job or is there so much more to LinkedIn that people are not aware of?
1: There's a ton more that they're not aware of. There are journalists and PR professionals on that platform who are ready to feature you in the New York Times or Forbes or Inc. (laughs) Magazine. There are so many amazing opportunities when people google your name. And everyone listening right now, just google yourself and see how high up LinkedIn shows up for you when you google your name. And if LinkedIn is high up, then you are leaving money on the table by not optimizing your LinkedIn profile to be a landing page or a website.
0: Ooh, that's theory with the LinkedIn stuff. Okay, okay. Yep.
1: Pay attention to the fact that people will Google you, they'll search for you, they'll move from platform to platform. You may not be able to only communicate with your ideal client on LinkedIn, but not having a presence is hurting you and not optimizing it like a landing page is hurting you. I will just be very blunt about that. You're leaving business and opportunities on the table.
0: Now, apropos that you mentioned business because obviously... A lot of content creators listen to this particular podcast and they are trying to grow their business and income and different things like that. So can you talk to us about what LinkedIn can do for content creators?
1: A lot of content creators using LinkedIn has gotten them either corporate contracts, speaking opportunities, podcast requests, the ability to work with brands. I hear that all the time. I know a creator who is an artist and she has an amazing Instagram channel and she ended up getting a brand deal on LinkedIn with Lexus because of putting her art on LinkedIn We forget that we're humans talking to other humans across all platforms now, and we put up the walls when we limit why a platform exists. All these platforms are tools. I love the idea of taking radical ownership over how you want to use this tool. So come on LinkedIn and use the tool the way that you want to use it. If you're a musician, if you're a tech content creator, do you imagine that everyone, human being on LinkedIn uses tech?
0: In some way, shape, or form, definitely.
1: Yes, all of them. (laughs) I mean, mostly all of them. (laughs) So they would want to be up to date on all the latest and greatest news. So the things that I see people tweeting... I'm saying to myself, that should be on LinkedIn too, because you're sharing your knowledge in such a concise way. And LinkedIn loves people who just get to the point and mic drop and do all those, hey, here's what I think about this new feature. And the brands are paying more and more attention to LinkedIn.
0: And LinkedIn is paying more and more attention to creators because I know LinkedIn just wrote out something called creator mode. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yes, LinkedIn is recognizing the gig economy. They're launching LinkedIn creator mode, which is a way to get more visibility on your content and to position your LinkedIn profile as a creator. So they've given you some extra tools that I can talk about. And the second thing they've done is they've invested in creators. So they launched a 100% people around of LinkedIn creators that they're trying to get up and running or people they want to back with money. And they gave each of them $15,000 to at least that's what I think the number is. I could be wrong, but they backed it with some good money. I have $15,000 in my mind. I'll have to double check that. But 100 creators. So they are recognizing the power of people creating community and discussing topics, trending topics in every single industry. Every single industry is valid.
0: Interesting. Now, what do you think it is that LinkedIn is trying to accomplish by giving creators like $15,000 to put content on the platform?
1: Honestly, they've put money behind a big TikTok account. Uh, There was a woman who everyone wanted to guess her job. I can't remember her name, though, right now. I wish I could remember it, but I just remember it was over and over and everyone would just put in the comments like, I think you are a cheerleader for the Detroit Lions. And then she would all of a sudden show up as the Detroit Lions cheerleader and she would dress up as a cheerleader. Do you remember that account? Or I don't know if I'm just out of the blue here. You're like, Judy, I don't spend that much time on TikTok. I spend more
0: (laughs) time than I like to admit, but I'm not familiar with that account, no.
1: The reason why I think they put money behind her is because she blew up with so many brands and so many businesses because she was making fun of guess my job. And that's a business conversation that could you could post all those videos on LinkedIn. Yes, they're dancing. Yes, they're fun. But there's still an element of business. Mm
0: hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Anything that can make money or something would be seen as something business worthy. And again, when we talk about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is often seen as the professional platform. But if you want to build your business and connect with different brands and entities like that, again, that's why we're talking about LinkedIn today, because LinkedIn is definitely a good place to do that. LinkedIn and probably one of the best networking platforms, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure Judy would agree as far as networking with other creators, different brands, and exploring different business opportunities.
1: Yeah. Again, take ownership. It's your business. You are the one. Anyone listening right now, you own your business. You know what you want from your business, what you offer to the world, what your services are. Go on LinkedIn and don't limit yourself to what you see happening there. Go on and own your business. It's like owning your store for front, just like you would go own your channel on YouTube, you would create your channel art. At some degree, you don't want to be like everybody else on YouTube to create a channel that has a vibe and a feeling that is uniquely you, which is why you're going to grow an audience. The same thing on LinkedIn. We want to get to know you and your business and your career and whatever business conversations you want to have. If you're talking with your clients with those conversations, those conversations belong on LinkedIn. So bring them.
0: Hey, <laughs> okay. so I know we talked about a little bit in the podcast, but Judy, let's say a YouTube creator wants to explore LinkedIn. How should a YouTuber utilize the tools that are on LinkedIn? How should a creator approach LinkedIn?
1: I think uh, I'm going to take a page out of what I see Gary Vaynerchuk doing, because sometimes you see creators doing things and we should take a, I like to use the term model after what you see as successful. So, one of the things I've watched him do, and I've done it myself, and it's been successful, and I've done it for clients, and I keep doing it, <laughs> is utilize. The LinkedIn articles slash newsletters. So LinkedIn recently with creator mode, you're going to get new features. And one of the new features that rolls out to every single LinkedIn creator that has creator mode turned on is something called newsletters. Newsletters are the engine that drives the articles. So we used to be able to create like blog posts on LinkedIn. And it's a great way to feature a YouTube video. Because people are prepared for a long form piece of content coming to an article. It's like it's a blog post. So imagine being able to put on a website, your website, your blog post, and you feature your YouTube video as part of your tech review or as part of your channel, and you want to show the behind the scenes, or you want to link to that one part of your video where you describe something, you timestamp it. So that is what Gary Vaynerchuk is doing. He's making a micro piece of content from an hour long video on YouTube. He's timestamping a few moments and, and making the video play in the LinkedIn article. If you need to see this in action, I have it pinned to my LinkedIn profile. I have a YouTube video that I think is at around 10,000, 11,000 views. And I've had this YouTube video now shared on LinkedIn over, I think at this point, 25, 30 times, 30 shares of your YouTube video on LinkedIn, I think is really powerful.
0: Yeah, that is, that can definitely um, move the needle for sure.
1: Yeah. LinkedIn drove about 6,000 of those views on YouTube.
0: Mm, okay. And it's interesting that you say that uh, with this newsletter and the way LinkedIn has to implement it, you can, like you say, you can embed a YouTube video as part of the newsletter or a blog post or whatever you want to do as far yeah. as how you attack content on LinkedIn. And then that might drive traffic to your other platform if that's what you want to do. But we know from firsthand that the best way to grow on any particular platform is to meet the people where they are. So while yes, you might have the intention of growing your other platform by using LinkedIn, you definitely don't want to treat LinkedIn as a, as an outpost. You want to treat LinkedIn as its own platform because there's a lot of things happening on the LinkedIn platform itself as well.
1: Correct. I definitely tell my clients, and I'll tell all of you right now, don't just t-bone the conversation. Find people who are either similar to you behind you who need your advice or ahead of you people in your industry you look up to that are using LinkedIn and good or bad, you can see what all of them are doing. Maybe pick three to five. Don't overwhelm yourself with too many examples. But I'm sure if you kind of look at them and you create a list of three, somebody ahead of you, somebody you think is your peer, and someone who needs your advice on LinkedIn, just one person, one avatar. Many times when you can talk to one person or talk with one person or share what you learned from an expert from one person. So see, now you've got three layers of how you could show up on LinkedIn. You can show up as, hey, I'm serving this one person. I'm peer-to-peer talking and I'm sharing information I learned from this person ahead of me, just like I shared right now information from Gary Vaynerchuk and saying, here's how he makes some of his LinkedIn articles work.
0: Definitely. So one of the reasons we're having this conversation today between me and Judy is because last year at some point, me and Judy met on a platform called Clubhouse, which is a social audio platform, audio first. You You've all heard me talk about Clubhouse before, so I won't rehash that too much. (laughs) However, it's relevant to my next bit here on the podcast because LinkedIn just launched a beta of their Clubhouse feature kind of thing there. I think they're calling it LinkedIn Audio Live. I know you've been on a couple of those, Judy. What have been your experience so far with LinkedIn Audio Live?
1: I am absolutely in love with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would say that.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Like I'm speechless. The power of social audio to me. It levels the playing field for all of us to gather in a way to talk together. When I get on stage with your Coffee Talks, Viper, I can talk with the community versus a live stream or even, I mean, we have elements of podcasting and all the things, but there's just something about that ability to meet people and all be collectively on a stage. So LinkedIn is now offering that. And the power of that on LinkedIn is being able to see somebody's profile and vet them even better, I think, social capital wise compared to some of the other social platforms that you actually are not sure who somebody is. Their username is 12345 or you kind of have to be who you are professionally on LinkedIn. Yeah. So I'm loving it. And the best advice I can give anyone who's thinking about LinkedIn or any social audio, be the show. Don't just go and think, oh, I wouldn't use it. I'm not a consumer. Stop thinking about what you would do and realize that there is a place for you to be a show on all these channels.
0: Now, the emergence of this LinkedIn Audio Live is very interesting to me, and it should be very interesting to a lot of content creators, especially those of us who have embraced social audio over the past year, because LinkedIn is a different animal. Again, we know that LinkedIn is a professional platform. You're on LinkedIn to either look for a job or get opportunities or seek other opportunities and different things like that. So the fact that LinkedIn is introducing this LinkedIn Audio Live, it now gives you a chance to talk with these people that are otherwise hard to talk to, you get to talk to them one-to-one on LinkedIn Audio Live. Like if you're a content creator in my shoes, like if you're looking for like a PR person or a marketing person of a particular brand, now with LinkedIn Audio Live, you have an opportunity potentially to talk to the person one-to-one instead of trying to email them and maybe getting your email ignored or not even received or whatever the case may be. So I feel like this LinkedIn Audio Live, Judy, can be an absolute game changer for content creators.
1: Huge. The best thing I discovered from social audio is how fast it turns into people clicking your calendar to book a call. If they've heard you talking, they feel way more comfortable saying, yeah, I could see myself talking with this person one-on-one. So then you're able to have those one-on-one sales calls that so many people are like, how do I get people booked on my sales calls? How do I convert from a direct message to a conversation? How do I convert? How do I convert? How do I convert? (laughs) (laughs) If somebody hears you talking, that speed of trust is like sonic boom. It's like, bam. Okay. I have an example. Can I give you some numbers? Oh, absolutely. So when I launched on Clubhouse, and we all launched from zero, like we all had zero following the day one, and I ran a couple rooms, I got on some stages, ran my own rooms. You do have to run your own room at some point to get this result, I'm about to tell you. But I left what I call a fast track to my calendar, like a slip and slide sales slip and slide. I don't know why that analogy, but... (laughs) (laughs) Make it easy for people. You don't have to constantly bombard people with like, go jump on my calendar. You have to just make it easy for people to find it. So for example, it's super highlighted on your LinkedIn profile. It is super highlighted in your Instagram bio, how to work with you, book a call. So basically I had a call to action on my Instagram that said book a call to work with me. And I stood on stages and I left that up for about two weeks and i had 70 70 70 calls get booked that was a lot (laughs) yeah i i just thought well that's what you should do you should make it easy for people to say you they hear your advice on stage i want to work with her or him
0: now that is what (laughs) we call a league magic definitely and in, on LinkedIn, is a little different because obviously on Clubhouse, you got a lot of people that are using fake names and fake accounts. They're trolling and different things like that. But LinkedIn is a little harder because if you're on LinkedIn, chances are you're either using your real name or you're using an account that's linked to your direct employer. So there's not going to be too much funny business on LinkedIn with this audio live stuff. Who you are talking to is probably going to be who you are really talking to because nobody wants to get caught up in no shenanigans on LinkedIn where their employer can see what's going on or it could be reported back to their employer that they're engaging in the various types of activities on LinkedIn, because then you can end up losing your job and all types of things happening. So it might be a little bit more authentic and genuine on LinkedIn, as opposed to other platforms like a clubhouse or Twitter spaces.
1: Yes. And I'm actually, I think it's a pro that people are hesitating about what kind of shows they want to run, because just like you mentioned, they want to run shows that make them look good, and they don't want to hurt their business, their reputation, their chances, their trust. Business is built on trust, a huge amount of trust, especially if you have any hope of referrals or brand deals. I mean, we, we've we seen how fast a brand deal can be taken away from somebody who loses trust on the internet and does yep. something. And the world is ready to expose something not being done correctly or being shared in a way that the community is speaking up. So I think the power of LinkedIn will be that the rooms are going to be pretty high quality. And I think that puts all of us to put a bar and just say, you know what? We're going to create some awesome rooms here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Viper gets the feeling that you're not going to see any shoot your shot rooms on LinkedIn Audio Live. (laughs) I don't don't see them. I could be wrong, but probably not.
1: (laughs) We already talked about that on a stage, a LinkedIn Audio stage (laughs) yesterday. Uh, And I'll tell you, someone who does the shoot your shot rooms on Clubhouse (laughs) came in and said that And here's what I'll say. I do think there's going to be a space for relationship and dating coaches that do have amazing businesses. And I think they're going to run some good rooms if they're done well. But I, you're right. I don't think they're going to be the same type of room that gets run on Clubhouse. Let's just say that. <laughs> I,
0: I don't see it happening, but, but we know that human beings can do interesting things with the platform that they're offered. but I just <laughs> don't see any shoot your shot rooms on LinkedIn. I don't see it. I can be wrong, but I don't think so.
1: <laughs> so one thing I did hear that in the next couple of weeks, because right now, it's LinkedIn audio is in beta, so they're going to roll it out initially to anyone who has LinkedIn Live. So I know LinkedIn Live was like, how do I get LinkedIn Live? How do I get LinkedIn Live for a while? So basically, if you have LinkedIn Live, you have creator mode turned on, you should be getting access in the next couple of weeks to open up your own LinkedIn audio events.
2: This episode of Tube Talk is brought to you by vidIQ's Trend Alerts tool. Think Google Alerts, but specifically for YouTube trends. This tool is great for planning your next video as it helps you stay on top of trending topics within your niche. Provided you have vidIQ installed on your Chrome or Firefox browser, you'll find it on the left-hand sidebar the next time you're in your YouTube studio. Once there, you can create an alert and enter keywords for it and set the parameters. So, for example, I could have a channel that covers iPhones, and I may want an alert that includes things like iPhone, iPhone 12, or even Apple event. Then I can set up my alert to email me whenever a new video hits, say, 500, 1,000, or even 10,000 views an hour. So if suddenly I get an email and see 20 new videos all talking about iPhone 27 rumors and they're all each getting about 500 views an hour, I know that something's probably going down and I had better hit record. The Trend Alerts tool is free when you sign up with vidIQ. So visit vidIQ.com, install the extension, and start creating Trend Alerts today. So with the introduction of LinkedIn Audio, how do you see it evolving
0: over time?
1: Well, I see that number one, LinkedIn is leaning into the gig economy. I see big picture down the road, the ability to link it to some sort of sales page or some sort of ability to buy a course or convert a LinkedIn learning course, if you might say something like that. Because LinkedIn offers LinkedIn learning, LinkedIn sales, company pages, and company pages are rolling out. Product pages where you can buy from the company page on LinkedIn. Ooh. So, say for example, you have a list of tech products that you're featuring, and maybe you have links to them on your Amazon storefront. I mean, again, I hope I'm using the right terms. I don't have a Amazon storefront. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> um, but the point is, if you are somebody who has that, you would be able to list your products. And then the sales page is right there, right on LinkedIn. So I know that I bought a treadmill desk and it was because of LinkedIn. And if they had at the time a link right there for me to buy and just link right over to their Amazon store, whatever it was, but I had to then navigate, I had to like Google and do all these extra steps to get what I ended up getting for my treadmill desk. But I discovered it on LinkedIn, the one I wanted to buy.
0: Interesting. Now, that is not something I normally think about when I associate with LinkedIn. I don't associate buying things on LinkedIn, but you make a good point with all these different brands out there who want to do business on LinkedIn. Why wouldn't you offer your products on LinkedIn, whether it be physical, digital, or whatever? I mean, that's a very good way to go about your business.
1: Yeah. If you think about everybody working from home, number one, we're spending a different amount of time than we ever were on social media. And LinkedIn is social media. So I bought this treadmill desk because I saw someone post about their home office and how they were updating it for the pandemic and what they were going through. And they I was like, well, that's really smart. And that post went really viral for that person. And I don't think they intended for them to all of a sudden sell a bunch of treadmill desks. But if you think about it, the same energy happens on LinkedIn that happens on TikTok or on YouTube. I want to learn what is Viper using? What is his equipment? What are his tools? How does he make his video look so good right now? Because it looks good. (laughs) And what are his headphones? I would literally just say, you know what, Viper, give me your shopping list. I'll just buy what you got
0: you'd be spending a nice ton of money, but yeah.
1: But that's the thing. We forget people on LinkedIn do have that nice ton of money. And if they want to level up to your level of video that you have right now and your lighting and everything you have, they would want it to be simple. They would. They wouldn't want to do all the research. They would trust an expert who's positioned themselves and they would just click right on through to your be like Viper package now I'm like selling you a Be Like Viper package. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: funny because I know that you all listening and can't see what Judy sees right now, but basically what I'm doing <laughs> is now, uh- this podcast is actually recorded over video, and then converted to audio only. But when I'm doing We're my video, take
1: a clip of this video. Right,
0: when I'm doing my video, I'm using the brand new Sony a 74 that was released a couple of weeks ago. So I have that, and I have a Godox SL60 of my light, and I'm wearing the Sony WH1000XM3 headphones. And yeah, that's the general gist of what I'm doing right now. I'm basically cheating because I'm using a mirrorless camera as my webcam, which most normal people don't do. So
1: exactly. And so do you know how many people would just say, you know what, take that off my plate, Viper, I'm done. D- do what you've done. I want to copy your success. I want to model after your success and we will pay for that.
0: Yeah. I'll, again, I mean, that's, hell, that's like the basis of tech YouTube. If mean, people see stuff <laughs> and look good and they feel like they can reproduce that same result in their own environment, they will buy that in a heartbeat. So I completely understand it and agree with you there.
1: That's how I buy carpet cleaner. I'm watching YouTube videos. I love those ones where they're slowly moving the carpet and the person. Oh my gosh. These people are so great at like being all technical. And then the comments like tear them apart. They're like, you went faster on that section of carpet. And I'm like, "Mm, I love this because I'm getting to see the carpet cleaners in action. And that's how I bought my carpet cleaner. And I'm happy to click on that person's link because look at all that hard work they did. It's it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I Absolutely. love the creator economy.
0: <laughs> well, the creator economy is a beautiful thing, and we are only in the beginning. So mm-hmm. I'm curious. We have both seen Judy on Clubhouse that there have been different brands that have come on Clubhouse and done impromptu hiring fairs on the spot on Clubhouse. Do you believe that's something that we might see on LinkedIn now that we have LinkedIn Audio Live? Do you see? Do you think things for brands who utilize LinkedIn Audio Live to like have hiring fairs on the spot?
1: Yes, I definitely for the recruiters, hiring managers, anyone in HR, it's going to be an interesting balance because number one, people who want to be hired don't have a job. They're going to get on stage. They're going to shoot their shot, I guess, for a job. <laughs> Can I say that language? There you go. There you go. Right. I hope you're all laughing right now. But I do acknowledge, and I want to make sure everyone kind of thinks about it, because I think recruiters and hiring managers to attract talent that already has a job, they're going to get creative with their rooms. So their rooms might come from a place of leadership or positioning you for career growth. They might come from not necessarily hiring, but man, I would want to be in those rooms if I want to look smart to my employer, but potentially start relationships with people who could be in the next five to 10 years of my career to move jobs.
0: (laughs) That is so interesting how you highlighted that because... When I got my job at vidIQ, I had a nice job. I was working in a nice corporate job, but vidIQ came to me with an offer that I pretty much couldn't refuse. And here I am working for vidIQ. And I wonder if it's going to be a similar situation on LinkedIn. And now, especially with the incorporation of LinkedIn Live, that, yeah, you know, different brands are going to shoot their shot with the recruits and different things like that. Or on the flip side, more to the point of the podcast, creators, you know, we, I've been talking about how creators can maybe use this to connect directly with brands. But if you're a small creator, right? And normally you don't get the time of day from these big brands. But let's say you're in one of these LinkedIn live rooms and you are in the room, the same room with the decision makers of these big brands, and you can set yourself apart in such a way where you can knock the brand off their feet. And maybe you get an opportunity that you might not have otherwise been afforded because you had the opportunity and you were in the right place at the right time and you just blew their doors off in these LinkedIn audio live rooms. So again, this could be a game changer. And the way that creators approach this is going to be key.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 1000%. I've already experienced people being in the rooms listening. I've only been a host of one room so far. So I act like I'm like, I've done a 1000 rooms on LinkedIn audio. I did one room yesterday. And it was off the charts. Amazing. We ended up having a total of 117 people come through the room. So I think that's good for a first one, because people don't understand the what's happening. Like they're confused what they're joining. So the one that we're running today, cause now I'm doing like one a day. I literally have a bunch lined up because why not take early action? If you've got access, take early action. And the other thing I'll say is seeing people sign up. I'm not directly connected to some people. So there's journalists, PR. I've seen people come from some big named journalist articles. So it's possible we could get written up somewhere and a person might ask you to be on their podcast because they heard your voice. The world is just literally opening up right now to use LinkedIn audio. And I think, I think it's going to change everything. I'm so yeah, excited.
0: I was in the room that you were in yesterday. I yeah. heard you on stage, and I was in there listening a little bit, and I got the invitation for the room that you invited me to today. So if I have an opportunity, I might pop in and see what that's about. but yeah,
1: we Wait, are right I mean, we here. had the head of social media examiner Michael Stelzner. That. again, I don't even know who everyone that went through the room again, that's the power of host a great room hold yourself professionally on stage or as a leader, how you would show up as a leader in the world. And you're going to do just fine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Just be your authentic self and the rest will take care of itself.
1: Oh, and I want to tell you my host cause um, Vinny's the one that has the room launched. So it's Vinny Potestivo. I want to make sure sh- I, I said it right, but he's launching his podcast. I know that people are coming in the room and they're very aware of if you've positioned your profile on LinkedIn and your title, we can tell who you are. And that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I think I have brand about something such a way where people see my face. They know who I am. So I don't think I have a problem. We
1: don't know who Viper is. You
0: <laughs> know who I am. <laughs> so I'm curious to get your thoughts. What is a common misconception that you see that creators have of LinkedIn? Because I don't think enough creators take LinkedIn seriously. So I'm just curious to get your thoughts. Like, What are the, some of the misconceptions that you see creators have about LinkedIn?
1: I think the biggest one is saying it's professional. Ooh, I'm putting you on the spot because you said it a bunch.
0: <laughs> so, so, so Judy. Does that mean LinkedIn is un- not professional? What are we talking about here? <laughs>
1: I have to replace the word professional with something else because professional slows us down from thinking that my fun energy or my fox ears don't belong on LinkedIn. And I made a video. I was on a podcast early on my LinkedIn experience, and I laughed a lot on that podcast. And I made a post about at some point in corporate experience, I had lost some of my laugh. I felt like I didn't laugh as big. I didn't enjoy, I wasn't enjoying my job at a period of time. I don't know if anyone can relate listening. And I just lost that spark and that laughter. So I edited the video of that podcast to a one minute clip of only the times we laughed And that's what I uploaded. And I said, here, listen to the full episode. But I uploaded a clip, a one minute edited video of just laugh, 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 like the moments and then the full body laughs. And it was so much fun. And somebody wrote in the comments, like, this doesn't belong on LinkedIn, you know, those kinds of things. And I was like, I talked about business. I talked about joy. I think we can have joy in life and business that all belongs on LinkedIn, your heart and your humor and your empathy and your full person, it belongs in the world. And I'm in the camp of Brene Brown, the more we flood this world with empathy, the better off we'll be with leadership. And leadership to me it gets stifled and empathy feels stifled when you say it's professional. I don't want to know what you're going through. I just want to get the work done. I don't want that. I want empathy, heart, humor, laughter, love.
0: And I completely understand where you're coming from because I try to relate the same message as a content creator. I think a lot of people, they take YouTube too seriously and they don't let their personality out when they're creating their content. So given what you just said, it's kind of similar to how you view LinkedIn. My only retort to that would be, Do you think that other people who use LinkedIn on a regular like you do, do they feel the same way that you do that you should be letting your whole personality on LinkedIn? Because as I alluded to, I think by and large, LinkedIn has the reputation of being the professional platform. But are there more people like Judy Fox out there who believe that LinkedIn is just more than a professional platform?
1: Yes, that's the creator economy and the literal LinkedIn creator team the LinkedIn creator team hired TikTokers, the LinkedIn creator team hired YouTubers that now work for LinkedIn. So I think LinkedIn investing in people coming over from other channels and saying, we're a full person over here. And we're not just going to be these professional boxes that I again, the word professional just feels really stiff. And like, I have to wear a tie or something and I don't wear ties, but I mean, I don't think you have to just button yourself up to put yourself in a box. I think you can create who and how you want to show up on there.
0: That is good. That is good. Because I feel like if you're going to be online, if you're going to be on social media, you should be your 100% authentic, genuine self because that shines through and people gravitate towards authenticity more than anything. So definitely be genuine, be authentic in yourself and how you present yourself on social media. And usually the rep will take care of itself. Judy, before we get out of here, do you have any last words of advice for creators looking to join the LinkedIn bandwagon or hop on the LinkedIn train?
1: Action will always create the clarity that you need. So join us because one action, one connection truly can change your life. I know that sounds like so woo-woo, but... I know that the conversations I had and moved from Clubhouse to in-person to LinkedIn to TikTok to all the different places I spend time networking and Twitter. I always forget Twitter. (laughs) Um, I'm just really enjoying like getting to know people beyond, oh, this is what you do for work and this is how we can do everything. Like we're full amazing people out there. And I don't know. If I'm going to go through this life and this swirling rock through the planets, might as well hang out with some cool people along the way. (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) know. did that help anyone get active on LinkedIn? Come find (laughs) me because I'm fun and I'm kind. And um, yeah, I'll hang out with you. We'll hang out on LinkedIn.
0: Yes, your boy Viper vouching for Judy Fox. Y'all go find Judy on LinkedIn or wherever platform she's on. She is awesome, people. Judy, I appreciate you making the time today. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode of Tube Talk. Been an awesome conversation for Judy. I am Viper. We will see you guys next week on another episode of Tube Talk presented by VidIQ.
2: Woo! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by VidIQ. Head over to vidiq.com slash Tube Talk for
0: today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.